I was surfing competitively and wanted to play football. Was like, you know what? You can surf forever and you can't play football forever. So that's what kind of started the drive. So my uncle told me before I even got there, I mean, it's going to be a battle. It's not going to be given to you. Um, So I really had to work my ass off. Um, I think when I first got here to South Dakota, it's, I literally had a tally going. It snowed for 38 days straight. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you a yeah. real personal question, and you can tell me, hey, I ain't answering it. Or you can answer <laughs> it. When you're laying in a heap and your shoulder's all broke up, and you're laying on that, and you got dirt and grass up in your face and everything, what's that sound like when you're talking to God right then? Welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagen. Thanks so much for dialing in. I know you got a jillion opportunities, so I really appreciate you dialing in. Uh, If you really like this, hit like, hit subscribe, tell your people, tell your friends, your teammates, your cousins, your uncles, your dad, your brothers, tell everybody. And uh, just let's share this story because this is all about how people are repping, how people are repping lives. And I know their reps, their reps help me. And I think they help you too. So the more we can share this around, I just think it's more fun for everybody to uh, hear everybody else's story. So let's go get another rep with Michael Bonds, surfer slash football player slash... No, I think he's a football player slash surfer. He's great at both. Let's go get another rep. Let's go. Michael Bonds. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for coming on another rep. Yep, excited. Excited to be here. Where in the wide world of sports are you now? <laughs> I, my long journey, I am finishing up my uh, last year of eligibility and finishing my master's in South Dakota, Aberdeen. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, yeah. stop there. And we're going to go all the way back to the start of how you, well, you're going to take <laughs> us to how you got to South Dakota, Aberdeen. Because uh, awesome. quite an adventure, quite a journey, man. So right. when did you start playing football? So I started playing football um, as long as I could remember. Um, I mean, it, probably age five or six is when really? I first started playing football. So I was running around with helmet and pads, like a little bobblehead out there. Um as long as I could remember. When you were five years old, you had helmets and pads on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time to rock. Were you the quarterback then? Um, I actually, I played quarterback um, and running back. So um, I started playing in New Buffalo, Michigan. Um, when we had, I was born in Chicago. Um, and then we moved, had moved to Indiana. Valparaiso, and then from there we moved to New Buffalo shortly after. Um, that's when I first started playing tackle football. So, um, as a Buffalo Bison, still remember we were uh, yellow and blue. There you awesome. go. Yeah. How old were you when you moved to California? I was seven, or I was turning nine, so I was eight. Okay, and yeah. then so. So you were playing football as a little guy out there in New Buffalo, and then you get to California, and it's a whole new team and a whole new – was your dad coaching you at all? So you had the same coach, or was it – My dad never coached me, actually, in um, 
in a team setting, but um, he always coached me on the side individually, him and my uncle and my grandpa. Um, yeah. But my dad never had coached me. He was always involved, obviously, but right. um, he was working pretty hard. But I uh, I never got to play for him, but um, he was – my mom and dad are always great about being there and yeah. never miss a game. So. That's cool. So you went to – tell us where you went to high school and, and how that all went down. So um, we went out to California when I was younger, and I um, – I decided to go to Newport Harbor High School um, as a freshman. Um, I was surfing competitively and wanted to play football. Um, and I love football because my dad, my uncle, my grandpa, obviously, you know. But um, I went to Newport Harbor High School as a freshman. And then I decided as a junior, after my junior season at Newport Harbor High School, I had opportunity to go play for my uncle at uh, St. Francis High School. Yeah, very cool. It was awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. So then um, you didn't move, did you? You didn't move from Newport. You just kind of got in a house or, or an apartment or something up there, right? Yeah, well, we, we had kept our house in Newport Beach. Um, and then we got a house actually in La Cunada, right okay. next to St. Francis. So we did move. Um, but for a little bit while we were getting situated, God bless my mom. She, uh, I mean, my dad left for work at 4.30, but my mom, we woke up at 4.30 a.m. And she drove me out to La Cunada, California from Newport Beach every morning for uh, morning lifting and practice. So, we love moms. So. And then did what did she do? Did she stay out there or what? Um, yeah, she would either stay out there or depending on if I was – throwing with the receivers after practice she would sometimes head back um depending on traffic and she's a saint so well i did a podcast with another couple and uh, he actually coaches for the baltimore ravens and his wife moved to i think it was pennsylvania and lived in a log cabin with their son so he could play football up there so it's what parents do for the love of their kids man and i know your parents love you and your sisters and all that. So you got to play your last two years for your uncle up there? Just my senior year. Just your senior year. Let's talk about the difference of the culture between uh, Newport Harbor. You don't have to bomb on anybody. Just kind of just, let's just talk about the difference of culture in uh, between Newport Harbor and St. Francis and just kind of your thoughts really. So um, I felt like Newport Harbor is a great uh, program and it was very prestigious um, the years before I got there even. And uh, they went on a couple of runs to the CIF championship and all that stuff. But um, I kind of wanted to take my game to the next level. And um, as uh, my family and I always say, we wish we would have done it sooner just with the opportunity to play uh, for my uncle and go play in that league um, that St. Francis is in with the competitiveness. And um, obviously the school itself is amazing because um, it's a college preparatory, all boys, um, great, great as- atmosphere, but kind of the culture uh, change from Newport Harbor was, um, you know, it was a little more laid back at Newport 
I'd say. And um, bunch of surfers a, playing football. Come on. Yeah, exactly. A bunch, <laughs> of surfers, bunch of surfers playing football. And uh, a lot and of the St. guys Francis had a bunch of football players playing football. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the guys on the team, football was kind of their second um, sport. So yeah. I kind of wanted to go um, somewhere where it was the main focus and I could um, succeed and kind of get ready for college and um, kind of use that transition as what it would kind of be like going into a college atmosphere type deal. And uh, I mean, it was a no brainer. Yeah. I, so how is it going from being a quarterback at this school to go and you're the new kid on campus and you know, you want to be the leader deep down, but you're really not the leader yet. And you got to kind of make it happen and you got to get endorsed and you, you know, your uncle was the head coach. So that's a huge endorsement, but exactly. you still got to earn it just because he says exactly. you're good. And, and we know you can do it. You got to prove it to all everybody. Yeah, exactly. And it was, what, what kind uh, of emotions did you have making that transition? I mean, it was a lot. I, uh, I knew there were high expectations and um, I knew I was ready for it. Yeah. Without a doubt. They had a good quarterback. Um, he was a junior. His name was Miles Bryant. And um, so my uncle told me before I even got there, I mean, it's going to be a battle. It's not going to be given to you. Um, so I really had to work my ass off um, just knowing that from the start. And uh, he ended up, transferring as I got there so that kind of helped a little bit but um, I still had to work work hard show up early know the system learn a new system um, and just kind of take in their culture and their brotherhood and it was uh, it was actually a great great time in my life for me there because I um, I kind of needed it it was great it was great guys around me and great people and just a great team and they um, they accepted me well, and I loved the guys from the get-go. So, um, what was one of the traditions that you that was embedded in that culture that helped you guys win? What one thing? It was, like, it was just a we um, say it a lot. It's a brotherhood. Um, so, I mean, but every team has a brotherhood, brotherhood, right? I mean, yeah. you probably had a version of a brotherhood over at Newport. You know, exactly. what was the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? the difference was just knowing everyone had each other's back and everyone was on the same page, no matter what. And that's from, it was from the coaching staff to the players. And there wasn't, um, there wasn't a sort of in between or um, difference between kind of not being on the same page to being on the same page. So yeah, it was nice just to know that everyone was there for the same reason and everyone was on the same page in every situation, which yeah. is great. So you guys won a bunch of games. Yeah, we were, uh, we were on a hot streak. We were eight and oh, um, we we're starting really hot. We ended up going to go play. I'll never forget it. We were going to go play cathedral. Uh, Bryce young was their quarterback. Okay. I'm turning and, on this uh, light. Yeah, it was, uh, it came down to the wire at the end and um, a pass here Who the heck and there. Is Bryce and, Young anyways? Who's that guy? Yeah. yeah, who's that Heisman guy? I don't know. Um, but we were 8-0 going into the game, and it was kind of the league championship 
partnership type deal. Uh, How fun uh, to kind of seal the deal, but we ended up losing in the last seconds of the game, but ah. uh, it was a great, great experience. And we kind of, that was the first time we ever really lost. So it was eight weeks of winning. So we kind of knew what it felt like to lose, but uh, we had a who needs bunch that of good. That, who needs that yeah. feeling? I hate that feeling. <laughs> so um, what happened next week? Who'd we play so next, next week? week? Next week we won um, and we played really well, but then we got our bid in the playoffs and went up to Palos Verdes. And uh, that was another nail biter. And we decided to go for two and a pass went through our receiver's hand to win the game. So it's, yeah. it haunts you, but uh, it's what it, what happens in life and you just go on. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You can't, you can win them all, but sometimes you don't win them all, but you can win them all. <laughs> Usually it's only one team that gets to win them all every year. We had, a, we had a couple of good guys on that team. We had Daniel Scott, who's the starting safety at Cal, and then Greg Dulcich, who is about to get drafted. He's the tight end at UCLA. So we had a – That's fun. Love. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun to play with guys that just love to compete, you know? Exactly. That's why I loved coaching in, you know, major division college and, and the NFL, just guys, just, you know, this is what we do coach, you know, <laughs> this is what we do. Let's go, you know, eat breakfast. let's go play football, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, here we go, man. <laughs> so what'd you do after St. Francis? Let's go. Um, so St. Francis, I, uh, I had a couple, I had offers um, out of high school and I, decided to uh go to junior college because i um i ended up wanting to pick university of cincinnati and um at the last second there they uh that staff eddie gran who was the offensive coordinator who offered me with tuberville um had headed to kentucky and they didn't want to keep my scholarship because they brought a new guy coming in his name's desmond red ritter if you know him so it was kind of going to be his show and they told me to look elsewhere. So it was kind of already late. Um, and I decided to go to junior college at Glendale community college. There you go. How was that? Now let's talk about the culture from St. Francis to Glendale. Yeah. I mean, as <laughs> you went you from surfers to football players to ah, be nice. Uh, grinders <laughs> yeah it was, i know uh, this i know this because i have recruited many junior college it's not about the weight room it's not about the i mean it's it's like yeah. let's just get together and play some ball and have a good time and and let's go and some guys get out of it and some guys don't and some guys you know it's just a matter of who you are in that situation exactly but um it was i mean exactly what you say it's exactly what you make of the situation and what you do with it. But it was, uh, it was tough as a freshman in college, you know, a lot of my friends going to D ones or um, choosing elsewhere, but um, I wanted it and I decided to go there because I wanted to still play at a high level. And I thought I was definitely good enough and I knew I was. So um, I headed to Glendale. It was, the atmosphere was a lot different from St. Francis and uh, we, we struggled in the beginning, but I, uh, I competed with three guys, um, from the start 
and we went to Golden West in our first game and um, ended up losing by a touchdown, but it was a close game. I actually, the first game against Golden West, I had hurt my throwing shoulder and had a grade one AC separation. Oh, wow. So that was tough, and I was playing through it through all the way through week four, and then it um, it kind of caught up with me, and um, I got hit and drugged down on my throwing shoulder again, and it turned into a grade three um, AC separation. So still remember looking up and coming off the field that my dad and my uncle is is tough, but yeah. um, that kind of ended my career there at Glendale. So it was uh, the rest. So of then, the but you it didn't end your football career. No. That's right. Yeah. So from there, um, I was getting pretty highly recruited and most of the people that liked me backed away after they, after I went and visited and found out I had a shoulder problem in my throwing yeah. shoulder. Um, but Miami of Ohio stuck with me. Um, there you go. And Eric Kaler and um, Chuck Martin over there at Miami of Ohio gave me a shot and said, hey, um, we just had our backup leave. Um, his name is Billy Ball. And um, we need a guy to come in. You're going to come in as a walk-on. and You can earn a scholarship if you work hard enough. And if you uh, get up the depth chart, we're going to give you a scholarship in coming semesters or the coming years. And uh, I ended up going to Miami of Ohio. Um, Absolutely. Okay, stop right there. Hold on. You just were in California this whole time since you were about seven yeah. years old. And now you're out in Miami of Ohio. That's cornfield country. Yeah. And it's a All fun years, place, though. It's a cool place. Yeah. It's um, such a great college town, such a great college experience, great academics, football, yeah. the whole nine yards. So, yeah. It was awesome. But, was it uh, a culture shock? Did you have enough clothes? Did you, <laughs> were you like, um, <laughs> you know, kind of just growing up in the Midwest, just at a young age, I can't, we kind of knew what I was getting into. Yeah. So it wasn't a crazy culture shock, but it was definitely cold. Uh, yeah. You know, not used to the snow in late April and, <laughs> but it was, it was fun. That makes fun. spring ball a lot more fun, right? Yeah, exactly. So you were, so we were hey, I did a podcast with a young guy named Ethan Bullock, and he I don't think he'd ever left Florida his whole life. And he got yeah. to South Dakota and he said he went up there in January and he had flip-flop shorts and like a t-shirt. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that ain't the dress code right there, man. That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So yeah. So how'd that go, Miami? Um, it went great. Uh I was there for three years. I ended up earning a scholarship. Um, I was the backup, um, we ended up winning a Mac championship while I was there, which was a great, great experience. Um, great time going to a bowl game. We went to the London tree bowl and played the raging Cajuns, uh, ended up losing in mobile, but, um, again, great experience, great football, uh, amazing culture. Got to play with some amazing athletes and uh work with great coaches so what's the amazing culture that coach martin put together out there um 
you know what? It's hard to explain. Don't tell me brotherhood. You cannot say brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard to explain because I think only um, his players understand um, the kind of way he coaches and the kind of individualism that he brings to the table because he really, I mean, I came as a walk-on and um, I was prepared of what that entailed and he always kept believing in me and he believed in all of his players he recruited. Um, yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I mean, I could, whatever, but um, yeah. could be, could be a complete different experience, but it wasn't. And uh, I'll always be grateful for those guys. And the experience was the reason why it was amazing. It's because again, like St. Francis or previous experiences, it was just, everyone really cared and everyone was very um it just meant more to everyone and all the coaches from I mean the head coach down to the equipment staff to the GAs to um it just goes to show you when you have a head coach that brings on guys like that um and just makes it happen and that's how you win MAC championships and that's how you keep guys around um in a culture that's so so great so. yeah how you win yeah you're intentional exactly. about winning that's how yeah. you win what's uh so what's going on with you now so um miami of ohio you graduated right yeah so they, they i uh, graduate from there yeah with flying <laughs> exactly colors. so sure you graduated with flying colors yeah i graduated in uh three and a half years um i had sat down with the coaches at Miami and they um, we just discussed that it'd probably be better. Um, I got beat out by a younger guy, Brett Gabbert, um, who's a amazing quarterback and AJ Mayer as well. Um, we had a pretty good quarterback room. It was great. Um, but I graduated in three and a half years and uh, talked to the coaches and thought what was best for me. And they said, I should definitely go play somewhere else because I deserve it. And very cool. they think my um, athletic ability is good enough to go on and do that. So I had two years left of eligibility and uh, went into the transfer portal. And that was. Um, yeah. Let's crazy. talk about that. Let's talk about the transfer portal. How, how does that all break down? Cause there's guys that are, that watch this high school coaches, watch it. Um, a lot of guys, the players watch this or listen to this rather. And uh, let's talk about that transfer portal a little bit. Going in, it's like, uh, what the heck is going on here? Am, am I going to yeah. get picked up or what? What's the emotions in that? Um, I mean, at first I was like, wow, am I going to get picked up? I mean, there's already a lot of guys in the transfer portal that I know that were quarterbacks in Division One, And um, I was nervous without a doubt and just – that uncertainty is just, you know, yeah, always gets people. But I was, uh, you know, I was nervous. But the first first night, Minnesota State had uh, called me. Um, so after that, I kind of like was like, okay. I mean, this is kind of like high school again, a little bit. Like, yeah. you go know, people um, DMing me on Twitter and all of that. So um, it was a lot, though. I mean, I felt like every day there was either a new team or new teams um, contacting me. So it was um, a big experience for sure. So how do you get in your mind to choosing, okay, I'm going here? Um, 
So Unless you got some big NIL deal that paid you $80 million or something. No, <laughs> I'm just wondering. No. Yeah. You don't have to put that out there, by the way. No. <laughs> keep that quiet. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep that. We'll keep that on the down low. Yeah. No. Um, so I was at Miami of Ohio and I didn't get out, uh, didn't get out there a lot. So I figured I'd go, I'd either go to double a division one, double a, um, the, um, team I liked presented itself. And if not there, I'd go down to division two. And I had several offers from both levels. Um, but a lot of the D one double a was to be a backup. Um, and I did not, I just wanted to play and, uh, I decided why not um, go to Division II school, and that's where I ended up here at uh, Northern State University. So that's cool. uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So but, what's 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 this whole culture like? You've been through four or five different spots now, so you're well yeah. you're well journeyed. You're calloused up now. I mean, yeah, you've been punched in the jaw, broken shoulder, busted up yeah. the lip. You got it all going yeah. on. You're bringing a lot of experience to this place now. Yeah. Um, they they recruited me hard and wanted me to come in and be the guy and uh, lead the team. And um, it was it was a tough – this was a tougher culture change from going from junior college to Miami um, just because the expectations were definitely a little higher and uh, – there's a little more pressure with them uh, bringing me in because they had a, a two-time all-conference returning quarterback for his um, seventh year at college um, coming back. So um, he was he coming really off of college. <laughs> yeah, he loved college. Um, he, he was coming off of another torn ACL. Um, so they wanted me to come in um, early in spring and kind of get familiar with the system and uh get along with the guys and kind of yeah relationships and do all that but um it was tough it was tough coming from miami to south dakota it was it's a little bit colder um a little bit farther away from civilization yeah civilization (laughs) Uh, but i think when i first got here to south dakota it's I literally had a tally going. It snowed for 38 days straight. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. That was a lot. Is it over by um, the Black Hills? Where is it? Is it on the west, east? Where? On, it's to the right, right upper side of uh, the state. So the Black Hills are about four west hours side. away. Okay. So yes. you're up kind of by Minnesota. Yeah. Closer to Minnesota than the Black Hills. Closer to the so, North Pole. Exactly. <laughs> Colder, colder, but uh, that's fun. Yeah, so I, yeah, but so I came here and uh, things. We were in, I was in a battle with this guy that uh, got healthy enough for fall camp, and we battled all throughout fall camp, and um, things didn't really go my way and didn't work out. But uh, they said they weren't going to name a starter for three weeks of the beginning of the season, and I kind of didn't get my shot um in the beginning which was um hard to take in because you know um 
coaches say things and things happen, but it's all part of it. It's yep. all, uh, all part of God's plan. So I ended up only appearing in one game, but uh, last season. So I'm back around on the horn this year and uh, just hungry for more. That's so. been awesome. So yeah. why football? Why? I mean, you love football. Yeah. You don't do uh, it like you're, you've been doing it if you don't love it, first of all. Exactly. So why football? You know, I think just at a young age, I loved it. Um, ever since growing up, playing catch with my dad in the front yard and um, just all those family vacations with my uncle, my dad, and um, going to see my grandpa and just all the stories and all the familiarity um, of it was just something I loved and something I wanted to strive to do um, from a young age. and. There was a point in time um, in high school um, that I chose. Uh, there was a point in time where I was either going to be a surfer or a football player because I um, started winning some pro junior events in surfing, okay. um, believe it or not, and was kind of on the professional path of surfing. And then once the University of Cincinnati offered me, I was like, you know what, you can surf forever and you can't play football forever. So that's what kind of started the drive. Um, and ever since then, I just think, uh, I don't know, it's just something part of our family's everyday life and uh, it's just something we've always grown up around. So what's your favorite quarterback? Who are you, who's your favorite quarterback pro to watch? We'll talk about college in a minute, but. Um, as of right now, we're just in the past. Or... Well, whatever. Now in the past no I just uh I've always liked Peyton Manning I've always liked Drew Brees um just the way they operate at a high level um I really like Ryan Tannehill as well um I think a lot of his game is like mine um but you know um Tom Brady of course the (laughs) greatest of all time now but um can't go wrong with him you think Tom Brady, what was the difference between, I know Tom Brady, okay, but yeah, we can both say Tom Brady, but he's at the Patriots, they're winning, Tampa Bay's not winning, Tom goes down there, I know it's Tom, but what did Tom bring? He brought Gronk. All right, <laughs> what else did he bring? No, he just brought, he just brought, um, I mean, Tom Brady, he brought his charisma, his leadership, his um, just overall way of a player that he is, um, yeah. you know. Passion, that knowledge yeah. of the game, that, exactly. that drive, that inner drive. He makes everybody around him better. You know, I would say this to my guys when I was coaching them because they'd say, coach, I just want to make the team. You know, I'd have a rookie. I just want to make the team. I'm like, dude. You will not make this team unless you can make this team better. And they would look yeah. at me like, whoa. <laughs> I said, when you make the team better, and that's what Tom Brady did. That wasn't a trick question. I love your answer. He brought Gronk. But um, yeah. he made that team better just yeah. by showing up. But then he drives them and he forces them and he makes them and he studies. And, he, and they all see that he studies more than any of them combined, all of them combined. Yeah. And, you know, and he's teaching them and he's 
making them better every single game. I think that's so cool. Hey, I got a question for you because you brought it up. You said it's God's plan. So how did faith play a whole role in this? Because you got beat up, you got your shoulder knocked out. You were at this school and you went to this school and just transferring from schools to situations to different, not only places where you're living, but, you know, new environments, new roommates, new this, new that all the time. How did, how did faith, how did your faith play a role in it? Yeah, I think it was a huge role um, and still is. Uh, I think um, without God, a lot of times, I don't think I'd be where I am now. I don't think um, I would have kept going, kept grinding um, for the greater plan because there was, I mean, a point at Glendale Community College when everything was going wrong. Um, I mean, get a torn AC joint throwing shoulder and yeah uh, my mom my mom had been battling cancer um as i was there as well so um there's just a lot of things going on and it's faith and um hope that you hold on to knowing that there's a bigger thing out there for me and uh i think that when the times got tough i turned to god and um he kind of kept me going kept me driven in school um, kept me driven in football and my family because um, you know that means the most to me so um, I'm going to ask you yeah. a real personal question and you can tell me hey I ain't answering it or you can answer <laughs> it when you're laying in a heap and your shoulders all broke up and you're laying on that and you got dirt and grass up in your face and everything what's that sound like when you're talking to God right then you know it's it's like what the heck I you know no it's going through your mind you're like I mean I come I thought I made the right decision come into a community college um to keep playing because I know um that I'm good enough and I want to go play at division one and now I'm down here in the dirt um and I'm hurt like why you know why are you doing this to me type um feeling so what was his answer? His answer was um, to keep going on and things are going to happen in life, no matter what um, you do or what you ask for. Um, it's just the way you uh, adapt and take God's word. Um, and without me getting hurt, I probably, um, you know, I probably wouldn't have went to Miami of Ohio. I wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't have met the people I met and got coached by the people I got coached by. So there's always a, there's always a plan and it's always a solution. That's right. Uh, He says in Isaiah 55, he says, your ways aren't my ways and your thoughts aren't my thoughts. So when you're laying in a heap, like I've been laying in a heap, metaphorically, I've been laying in a heap between jobs or something like that. And I'm like, okay. Now what? <laughs> I thought yeah. you wanted me here. Maybe I wanted me here more than you wanted me here, but we're here regardless. So now where? So, yeah. hey, it's, you know, football, unfortunately, you said it. I can surf longer than I can play football because football is a team sport. And uh, yeah. what are you going to miss the most about football? Um, I think just the <clears throat> locker room um, and the friendships you make along the way and just those everyday everyday meetings and everyday practices and winning or losing on a Saturday. It's just, 
you're always with the same guys and you guys always want the same goal, but it, like you said, it doesn't always work out, but uh, you're with the guys you're working with. And I just think I'm probably going to miss just, yeah, those locker room jokes and uh, just the whole part of being a team and striving for that one goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, when you, when you uh, walk in there and you start taking your cleats out and putting them in a bag, (laughs) sling that thing over your shoulder and start walking out. That's a, that's a crazy feeling, crazy feeling. Hey, um, I ask everybody this, what is another rep? mean to you this show is called another rep and um what do you think that means to you another rep i mean you've been repping since you were five years old i love it i love your story but what do you what's another rep mean to you um i think another rep just means another opportunity in life um you know i just growing up we've moved all over the united states and yeah we've gotten to start over we've gotten new chances new opportunities um i just see another rep as a new opportunity or another chance so um i think that's what i see it as and yeah i love that i love that i agree but hey thanks so much for coming on i love hearing your story and so many people are going to benefit from this because you just kept going you were getting knocked down and calloused up just for the next move just god's making you stronger for the next place he's making you stronger for the next place and you're going to be like you're that guy been there done that let me show you because there's guys on your team that haven't done nearly your journey they have their own journey but you can you can guide them along and i I just love that so thanks for coming on another rep and um until we let's just keep repping man just keep repping (laughs) thank you michael thanks so much for coming on another rep i really appreciate you sharing your story everybody needs to hear how everybody else is repping so we can grow and we can go and and just persevere ourselves and wow what a story you have now you go take Everything you've learned, everything God's taught you, everything that your coaches have taught you, and you put it into play over there, and you go lead your team and do what you do because you're a great surfer, you're a great football player, and more importantly, and most importantly, you're a great young man. So let's go. You keep repping. I'll keep repping until we meet again. Let's go get another rep, and I am out.